Man. You wildin'. I know, wait, wait, here we go. Wildin' for real. Hi, everybody. Fuck you talking about? Ah, you funniest. What's what's cracking, everybody? What's breaking? How are you folks today? I feel amazing myself. Stupendous, my boy. I hope you guys feel just as well. What's going on? Man. Oh, nope. Fuck that. Getting this shit out the way early to Dizzy, this podcast, and all podcasts brought to you by Turkeys on the Roof is sponsored by Medicakes. Motherfucking Medicakes. Shout out, bro. Shout out to Medicakes. Shout out to Kush Chef. Uh, bringing us these goodies and these treats on the menu every day. Well, almost every day. He be closed on Sundays a lot, too. Nigga gotta work. Nigga gotta rest, I mean. Nigga gotta rest. Nigga gotta prep these treats. Nigga gotta go grocery shopping for these fresh ingredients. Fuck you talking about? Hey, shout out to you, man. Uh, so no, for real though. Medicase. Um, your lemonades. The strawberry peach passion fruits. The motherfucking regular lemonades. The watermelon lemonades. Oh, the blueberry joints. The grape Kool-Aid. Fucking grape Kool-Aid joints. Oh, the damn peach tea joints. Make you a goddamn Arnold Palmer taste so good in this bitch. Oh. Then you still got the motherfucking cookies and cream bars. The peanut butter cups. The goddamn cereal treat bars. Yeah. Just an array of treats. Yeah. For you to check out and snack on for your pleasure and all of your medicinal uh, needs. So, hit up Medicakes on Instagram at Medicakes Edibles. Place your orders and do not forget to use the code hashtag Turkeys on the Roof sent me for your special turkey kit and all of your lovely Medicake edibles discounts. I love it. Fuck with us. Um, but yeah. Shit, man. I feel like, what the fuck? How did... It's always hardest to start the paper. Niggas be having a body full of shit to say. Niggas be knowing what the end look like. But the motherfucking intro? Oh, yeah, intros, yeah. Niggas is struggling with the intro. Intros be amazing. I'm going to go ahead and get into this music thing, though. So I'm going to just go ahead and just slide that in there. You know, Wiz just dropped his album. You know, I'm a big what? Wiz fan. So. I mean, what shit? Talk on the shit. I heard the intro to that shit. We gonna I was come, fucking with it. We going to come in like this. But, you know, I got all his albums. And Rolling Papers Part 1 took a minute to grow. You know, it's a different sound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Different sound from certain mixtapes that I like. And, you know, so certain sounds, they kind of got to grow on me a little bit. So it was a different sound. So I was, you know, when it first came out, I only really liked two songs off of it. I'm like, I ain't really rocking with it. It sounded kind of beachy, you know. It didn't have a laid-back, smooth stoner sound to it like it usually do. So it was different. You know what? You said that beachy shit, he is definitely... So is he still a Pittsburgh nigga now? He definitely a L.A. nigga now. Oh, yeah, definitely LA. I, you, he gonna always be a Pittsburgh nigga though, no he matter is. where he go. You just gonna take the Pittsburgh with you to LA, and now he is. If Pittsburgh had a baby and LA had a baby, it was Wiz Khalifa. Right. See what I'm saying? 
So uh, I have not heard all of the new joint Rolling Papers 2. Uh, I have listened to some of it. I've heard different songs here and there. I'm not one of those... Uh, like, I don't really like to consume things, especially CDs, like song by song like that. I kind of... If you got a full body of work... Sometimes, most of the time, I would rather really get into, like, the full body of work as opposed to, especially when you drop in singles like radio joints. Yeah. Which I understand is, like, that's what gets you the buzz, and that's what, like, get the notion of, like, hey, we got a project coming out. Hey, we got some shit popping off. That's where it come from. Right. But, like, I'm going to wait until the whole thing. I'm going to wait until you drop that thing before I check it out. Like, if you could watch a movie... If you could watch, like, three scenes from a movie before the movie come out, mm-hmm. I still wouldn't watch it. I would wait until I could watch the movie from beginning to end, and I'm kind of that way with albums, too. I feel you. I feel you. So, uh, did you listen to, like, the radio joints? I know he had a song with... Uh, Dude, I don't listen to the radio. Do any... We talked about this all the time, oh, but still, though, even if you don't... We, we, none of us listen to the radio, especially people from our generation, because that radio shit is dead. I guess that's not really true, though, because I do know a lot of people who do still listen to the radio in different situations. I think the preference for us, though, is to not ever have to listen to the radio. It's always pass me the ox money. Bro, when they created the ox, that changed the game. Facts. I could listen to my own music, and I still, you know... Facts. So, uh... So, like, with that being said, did you listen to, like, did you hear the radio joints? Because them shits be popping off uh, on some, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, radio joints you hear whether you listen to, because they just come across whether know, you hear, yeah, or, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, you can so, tell with the radio. Even if you, got, radio. Like, if you got, like, Apple something music, new. There's something new with time, exactly. like, time with, yeah. But I heard Apple music, they give you like they be new songs to check out all the time from artists or yeah. on title. Uh, they always add new shit in the playlist before the album come out. So did you listen to any other songs before the project came out? Yeah, I don't mind doing that with Wiz, like because so, I'm, I'm such a fan. I listen to it, be like, ah, oh, that shit cool. But I always hear about it before it gets. Like to a radio level because I follow them. You see what I'm exactly. saying? Exactly. So you hear about even the shit that wind up going to the radio. I mean, you I'm wind rock, up being able to consume it, it yeah. before it get there because you uh, you fuck with the nigga low down. Yeah. Okay. So with that being with that being said, did you how exci- were you already excited for the project regardless? I was, and but I also felt like it was still gonna be in the same lanes as Rolling Papers One. So I, I I try to put things in sequels. Like if one was like this, two might not be too far from this. Like the sequel, you know, like this is a sequel, so it's gonna sound like this, but it's gonna have another sound. Okay. So that's how I kind of looked at it. I'm like, it might it might keep a line the same, you know, it might. Because there's a reason why you called it Rolling Part Papers Two. two. Okay, right, and okay. my favorite album is Only Niggas in First Class because it sounded so different. It did. I'm like, yo, this shit is pimping. Okay, so it well, it would you say? I think we everybody would agree that like Rolling Papers is like he wrote us. I'm not he gonna wrote say a his, sorry note for the. I'm not gonna say album, it's his bro. worst album sorry, yet, no, but like I think apology. it's just. I don't think Rolling Papers is his worst body of work. I think that it was. I think it's the one that we are the least receptive to because it's so far different 
from what we all wanted Rolling Papers to be. Yeah. Like, it's songs on Rolling Papers that I like. Yeah, hell yeah. However... I like half the damn album now. Exactly. Gotta grow on me. But, like, Rolling, when it, in its time, when it came out, that was not what I wanted from Wiz Khalifa. Not at... No. That was what? Fresh off a of cushion OJ? Yeah. So, like, you thought you just knew you was finna get, like, the Cushion OJ Wiz. And then it was Rolling Papers. The album cover was smoke. You like, yo, this shit be blazing. And it was nothing like that at all. Not to me. I, I mean, I'm, it was I'm, to him either. Yeah. That's why he wrote the apology note. Exactly. I'm on my level was smooth and cool, but it was like... I'm cool. still gonna put on all this other shit first. Yeah. Even if the quality of this music that you giving me is better than all of these other shits. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, uh, so when it comes to rolling papers, I, I be I be kinda knowing what I should expect. But like when he had that, that mixtape, uh, Cabin Fever, the first one, right. smacking. The second one came out, it was sound a little different from Cabin Fever one. But right. it was still smack. Mixtapes, you could really do that shit with because you really don't have no kind of yeah. uh, barriers on your creativity. Yeah. So, boom, smack it. Part three came out and it was. Is it part three to Cabin Fever? Yeah, but it ain't really. Damn. It ain't smacking on how I wanted to smack. Like it don't sound that. like it don't sound like the first one or the second one. It was kind of. I feel like it was. It wouldn't be one I would listen to. It wouldn't be one I'm too quick to listen to at all. Okay. Like, I'm going back to his first mixtapes if I have to choose between the two. Like, yo, if I got to choose, I'm going to go listen to something old before I listen to Cabin Fever 3. Okay. I don't like it like that. So, before Rolling Papers 2, which he just came out with on, what was that, Friday? That shit just dropped last Friday? Friday. 13th, 13th, baby. Before, so we had a weekend to kind of check it out. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, I was woke when it dropped. I was thirsty. Yeah. Let me be honest. So we we was ready for that shit when it came out. So, um, like, what was the project? Bef- what was his most recent project before this one, Rolling Papers Two? Before Rolling Papers Two? Yeah. Uh, was it? Uh, it was Laugh Now, Fly Later. Right. That was last... Was that at the beginning of this year? Ah, uh, yeah. That was at the beginning of this Damn year. Damn near. Was that a... That was an EP? Yeah. One of them short joints? It just popped out. How many songs was on there? No, I think it was like 11 songs on there. Oh, that, was a, that was a full project. I think it was Laugh Now, Fly Later. Then he had uh, Khalifa, but I think Khalifa came out before that. Khalifa was a wee different album, but it... Khalifa came out before that, then it was Damn. Laugh Now, Fly Later. Damn, my man's been really putting out. He putting out shit. Okay, Black so. Hollywood. But I ain't really, it was, it was kind of hidden. Deal or no deal? Fuck you talking about? Deal or no deal, boy. So smacking. Rolling it's, papers it's two been sounds a, cool. It, Rolling papers too has been a while since he had because the push that he put behind Laugh Now, Fly Later. It wasn't a lot of marketing done. You didn't see that in yeah, a lot of places. Yeah, you didn't. It just kind of. It just kind of came out. Yeah. Rolling Papers too. He did interviews with people. I know he went to the Breakfast Club. Yeah. He been on uh, Instagram a lot. He been on Twitter. He was on Ebro. He been doing you know all of the radio shows and shit yeah. that you do when like you on like a press run trying to get your shit out there. Right. So it's it's obvious that like 
you put a lot of energy into this and you want people to respond to it a certain way. Right. Um, so having just the first weekend to digest it, uh, is it his best studio project so far? Best studio project? So After far? just the weekend, is it his best studio project? I guess, really, I'm asking, is it better than Only Niggas in First Class? Because I think we both would agree that that's his best studio album. Definitely don't think it's better than Only Niggas in First Class. Okay, does it have the potential to be better, or is it just not better? Like, it's only a weekend, so it's only so much you're going to be able to get but when I, shit when I listen, in a weekend. You're right, but when I listen to my favorite artists, I play their album and shuffle, rotation, repeat. Like, I, that, like if it come out, I listen to that shit all day. Like, literally, like when, you see my, see, when you be seeing me with my headphones in, that's all I be listening to. That whole the, the album right. like, repeat. We Every again. Song, repeat, we repeat, are repeat, repeat, repeat. I know we repeat, say we binge repeat. watchers, but we binge listeners. We kind of we we just that's just the way it is. If we can consume this shit at one time in one sitting, we will. Man, bring it on. Give me right. the whole spirit bomb. I am. What's my nigga name from uh uh with the trench bowl where she made him sit down and eat the whole chocolate cake, Ralphie. Yeah. Wasn't that his name? Little homie name? I think that was. Yeah, I'm homie. Ralphie. Like, even if I'm miserable, I'm going to finish this motherfucking cake. Yeah. So run it. Yeah. So uh, I, I haven't, because I am like a binge listener and a binge watcher, sometimes it do take me a while to get around and stuff because I don't want to like, well, you can listen to six songs now and then you can listen to six songs later. Hell no, that's you teasing can, me. I'd be pissed off. Or you could listen to, you could watch like three episodes now and then you could watch three episodes tomorrow and then you could watch a couple episodes next week. Hell no. Like, no, that's not me. If I'm not going to be able to sit down and unhealthily watch this shit for 17 hours, I don't want anything to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I guess, well, when it comes to graphic novels, I guess you could say I'm that way too. Like, Waiting on comic books to come out every month, boy, that shit is annoying. I found that out with The Walking Dead. That shit is annoying. Yeah. No, 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 So no. it's like, yo. It's like, yo. All right. I went to the compendium come out. That means it's all, this whole season's in one book. Boom. That, that thick-ass book. We're looking for mass consumption, my dude. Thousands of pages. Give it all to me. Bam. Compendium one. Got compendium two. Bam. And I got Compendium 3. Bam. Now, the only thing I will consume episode by episode is fucking, it's Gotham, be out. Gotham is the one thing that, like, <laughs> and the walking you know dead. What, so, I, got, I, be, I, will, I will wait, like, a week. But you know what, though? That's only because we don't have a choice. Like, if it was an option for me to watch all 22-hour episodes of Gotham in one 22-hour period and not sleep or eat or <laughs> yeah. shit for 22 straight hours... I would. Should it be hectic? It would be. And I would be absolutely with all of it, though. Hey. So, um, same thing with Walking Dead. Like, we don't binge watch Walking Dead just because when we haven't had the opportunity to do that. They ain't ever put no full season of Walking Dead up there we haven't seen. However, yeah. shit, even with Gotham, I had fell off after, like, the first season. Me I binge watched seasons two and three in, I, like, a week. That's fucked up because I did, too. Bro, so, I stopped watching. I'm like, yo, this shit. Uh, it kinda, was it was a slow. Burn. I kind of brushed it off. So I'm like, nah. I picked up and I'm I binge watching. I'm like, oh shit, this is getting interesting. Mr. Freeze came through. Froze shorty. 
and like bar he, he just whacked him. Her oh, body broke. Her body broke. It dispersed. <laughs> so I'm like, oh shit, this show was pretty dope. Yeah. That, that fucked my head up when I saw that happen. Exactly. I'm like, oh shit. Make you get into some shit again. So I started watching it for real, for real after I saw that. And it, oh, I love it. Okay, so, oh, shout out to my nigga Wiz. <laughs> so, with all of that being uh, busted down, uh, what's your favorite song off the album so far? Oh man, instantly. Uh, I think it's called Bootsy Bellows. Wait, time out, time out. People know what the lighter flicks mean at this point, right? I would like to hope so. People, okay. If you don't know what the lighter flicks mean, the lighter flicks mean we are sparking up. Right. That's what it means. So wherever you are, when you see the when you see us hit the sixteen twenty mark on this podcast, turkeys on the roof. That means wherever you at, it's time to spark up. If it's four twenty, wherever you at, it's time to spark up. If you work a eight to five, hey, it's time. It's almost quitting time. It's time to spark up. If you work. Uh, uh, if you work a nine to five, I mean, if you work an eight to four, that means you in your car because you ran after four o'clock. <laughs> so you've been in your car for twenty minutes. It's definitely <clears throat> time to smoke up. Hey, you funny? If it's but if you, you real? If you work a seven to three, that means you've been at the crib for about an hour, maybe. Or if you work a seven to three, that means you've been at the crib for maybe about thirty minutes. If you're fortunate, you've been at the crib for about forty minutes. If you got one of them hourly long commutes, then I mean you just got home at four, which means that's time to take your shoes off, wash your hands, and break out your bowl or your bong or your pen or that roach that you saved or that fresh roll doobie that you got or your dabber or your rig or whatever it is. Like whatever, whichever way you consume, if you got a couple edibles, it's time to rip, rip the pack open at 420. Uh, yeah. Break the seal at 420. Cause I'm pretty sure they know. It's a long day worth of shit going on, and everybody deserves to have their mental stability stabilized. Yeah. So, uh, Boosie Bellows. Yeah. I, we just wanted to throw that out there because I know sometimes people, what is that? It's the lighter flick because it's real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They should know this. You guys should know this by now. My boy Boosie Bellows. Is it a feature on that? Hell no. On that song? No, just him. Nah, it's a smooth-ass song to me. I like it. A little theme song. It sounds like you just be the Pink Panther walking down the street listening to that shit. It's like the way the beat sound and the shit, the instruments and shit. I like it. I could, I, I'm pretty sure I would like to hear that song live. You think it's going to be a visual for it? Like a video? Yeah, I feel like it will. I like that song. I like it. that shit is so smooth to me. I like. They don't even have a star by it on the, um, the Apple. Um, Those are my music. favorite type of songs to like because that means I probably won't have to hate it because it's on the radio. Exactly. That one ain't got no star. It's like six on it. It's, it's twenty five tracks on there. Which in my mind, when I saw that, I'm like, yo, I'm finna have some super fighter for real. I'm not saying it's whack at all. I'm just, if it sounded a little different, that shit would be amazing as hell. Like, because I think he had a lot of tracks on uh, 
28 grams. Yeah. But that shit was smacking. I mean, when you got 25 tracks. If, you, if I see 25 tracks, I'm going to expect some of them to be like, eh. You, you, you floating your way through this shit. Yeah. I get it. But I like it. It's a couple songs on there I like. But that's just my favorite one. This one called Be Okay. Uh, it's pretty dope, too. I like the, the sounds and instruments to that, too. I can see him performing that live. Does he have any features on there? Yeah. Gucci? What? He does have Gucci Wiz on the Wiz and the Wizard. Yeah, shout out to my nigga Gucci. Gucci, man. What you talking about? There's a couple more people on there. Okay, so. But that one stood out. Like, he got Gucci on it. And it's something like a Zaytoven beat. I like this. Sound like some shit Gucci a rap on. So it's not your favorite studio project. It's not better than Only Nigga in First Class. Uh, is it not in your in top three opinion. studio projects? In my top three? Yeah. Nope. Of studio projects? Would Would it be in my top three? Yeah. Run Papers Two. Yeah. I, I don't want to say studio projects. Let me rephrase that. Of label projects, like shit he done done because his mix mixtapes you do for yourself. The Okay, quote, so unquote. So we just talking albums. We talking albums. Nah. Damn. Yeah. Okay. My first one is only niggas in first class. Right. Well, what's the second one? If I want to be realistic with myself now, it would probably be Rolling Papers. Ain't that a bitch? I know, right? So all that shit you just talked about, Rolling Papers, and now Rolling Papers two. Oh, oh, are you talking about Run Paper 1 when it came out? Yeah. yeah, all that, that shit, shit you talked, and now you saying it's your second favorite. Okay, well, what's your last one then? Talk My last you. one would probably be either the, the one with Juicy J Count. That was not, that's not really his. Uh, it was, That counts because I count Jay and Kanye album for both of them, so I would count that. Okay, yeah. I'm just asking them, but that's not on my list. But uh, Only Nick the First Class. Rolling Papers and my third my personal third one would probably be Black Hollywood either Black Hollywood but I like Khalifa a lot I haven't heard Khalifa enough to I like Khalifa a lot okay so I would probably put Khalifa as my third but Black Hollywood was nice okay do I have the DVD in there when he was talking about all of this like like it's a DVD, like um, guitar sessions. Yeah. Oh no, I know what you. I've seen it. Yeah. I have that one on DVD. That's yeah. the only one I have on DVD. That should yeah. be inspiring me and shit, bro. It's, it's... Cause I mean, okay, so how do you rank Wiz as a rapper? Like, I'm. A, do you rank? Oh man. If you want to rank, like if somebody say Wiz is their favorite rapper, nobody cares. If someone says Wiz is the best rapper, people kind of look sideways like, eh. Okay. But. I'm not mad. But we just went through it. Wiz got albums. He do. He got hits. He do. He got, because you got to count. I mean, now you have to count the mixtape shits now because the mixtape shits are the mainstream shits now. Yeah. Like now, all of these niggas is putting out what would essentially be a mixtape. And they popping. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, I count, I guess you wouldn't count um, the first Drake, not the first Drake, but the second one, Sorry for the Wait. 
I know what you're talking about. Not sorry for the wait. Uh, shit, it was everybody. Nigga, that's with Wayne. Um, right, sorry for the wait is Wayne. But the Drake album, uh, it had the black cover with the letters. Thank down me to later. The bottom. Thank me. No. Thank me later was the one with his that's face the, on the front. Yeah. No, so far. So gone. far gone. Yeah, that was it. So far gone. It. That was it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So far gone. Yeah, yeah. It that was, shit was nice. It started with an S. That's why I said sorry for the wait. Hey, that shit was nice. No, so far, I mean, it, he went to the BET Awards based on that. He did. He sat in the front row next to Wayne. Yeah. Because he he made so far gone, so it was beautiful. That shit, wow. uh, I don't think anybody would say that that's his best body of work. I know a lot of people that might say that's their favorite. Yeah, favorites and best is exactly. Yeah. This is what I'm saying though. <clears throat> For Wiz, Drake is a comparable. He's a favorable comparison just because when you look at Wiz. People just look at him as like the stoner rapper, right? But like. Wiz can actually MC though. He finds pockets. He got bars. Yeah. Like the beats that he goes, you know, the beats that he rap over, the concepts that he creates in his songs and throughout his projects. Yeah. He's a he's a MC. He's not just a rapper. And I feel like when you put someone in the category of like when you say they just a stoner rapper, that takes away from some of their. Uh, greatness, I guess, is because you want to. It's like you putting them in a box. I yeah, guess. like you essentially saying like it's cool if you do Remember, this. Him and Currency said that on How Fly. Exactly, like Snoop. Why like, niggas make his weed songs? Blah blah blah. Exactly. Yeah. Like all you talk about is weed. Like everybody likes weed. That's why everybody like your song. That's disrespectful because you taking a knock at my lyricism. You taking a knock at. My production and my beat selection, and I definitely would say Wiz is—he's an artist, rock star. If you want to take it a little further, so I'm saying a Wiz guy—we could count probably. It take us two hands to count, more than two hands to count how many projects Wiz got. Yeah. At this point, you have to start kind of considering him to be one of because he's doing this shit better than everybody. Even if you don't want to call him the best. That's fine. He's still doing this shit better than all of y'all. Damn near. Damn near. Love that guy, man. Of course. Uh, that music stay pumping in my ears. All the time. I, st- I mean, the, my value for tattoos and the way I look at black artistry. Uh, yeah. You put me on him. My whole body, man. It was the, when I heard it, it it was it changed my life. You put me on him. You you played that shit, but that wasn't the first song I heard. No, 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 no. It wasn't. The Ink My Whole Body song was the one that changed my life. The yeah. Say Yeah song. When see, I heard I, it, I heard it on the radio too. See, I didn't hear that on the radio. I heard it on the radio. It was like one of them one o'clock in the morning shits, two o'clock in the morning. I can imagine. And yeah. they played that shit and I was like, that shit was kinda whack, but I wanna hear it again. <laughs> That shit raw to me, boy. Yeah, it was like, that shit was kind of whack, but I want to hear it again, and then I heard it again, and I was like, it's not whack. I don't know if I like it, though, but I still want to hear it. Man, I'm going to play that. Oh, man. That shit was hard. It was different. Nigga was rapping over techno shits. That shit was hard. For real. It was. Yeah, cool-ass dude. Okay, so, did, and then this is my last thing on, this the last thing I'm going to say, I'm going to ask about Wiz. All right. Uh, do you feel like his... 
the attention he's been the energy he's been putting into his health and like working out uh do you feel like that has had any noticeable impact as a consumer on his music just on the music not the way you view him as a person because now he in the gym whooping ass and shit like that i just mean like based on the way you take in the music does he sound any different like sonically is it a difference yeah man them vocals is yeah, them shits is smack. Oh, like the rolling paper too. Them shits is smacking. Yeah, specifically. Yeah, mentally he sound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now you know sound. You can, you can kind of tell when somebody when like going through shit and some music albums or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, no, nah, he he sounds he sounds healthy, man. He looks healthy. My man's is out here. Like sometimes you know, like some artists will probably go and move to a. Not move, but like go and visit or stay at a certain area for a long time to get their mental right if they want to do a certain album a certain way and have yeah. different energies in it. Yeah. Like he did that. That's why he went to New York one time to make some shit. He chilled there with Richie and them. That makes sense. I mean, I've, I've always been for going to the spot that's going to breed the type of energy that's required to create whatever it is you want to create as an artist. Yeah. Like, it, it's a, the environment that you're around breeds a certain type of energy, and that's important, especially when you are a creative or artist. So, yeah. I, I feel like, I, I feel all of that. So, yeah, I, I, you can definitely tell he, he's doing something. I'm happy for the, the energy. Man. I am too, man. He's, he, look, he look good, he sound good. Young Bruce Lee Rush. You know what I'm saying? He got the gym rocking. But shit, who will win in the fight right now between Wiz or Broly? Nigga, what you want? What but Broly, fuck? but Wiz a super saying though. He just on some other shit. Come on, man, don't ask me that. Come yeah. on, what type of shit, man? <laughs> no bullshit. I think I, I remember like on the first podcast, I asked you some shit about Broly. Like the very first episode we did, I asked you some random shit like that about Broly. Right, did I respond the same way? Yeah. Okay. Pretty much. All right, nah, man. I mean, Wiz is my nigga. Hey, I even have a little image of Wiz if he was a Street Fighter character. Yeah. But I mean, even if he was Super Saiyan, this nigga Broly just. You know what? I could see that nigga Wiz as a Street Fighter character. I could. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Now, Broly just on another level of something. You know, I ain't really on that right now. Broly might do some, he might dust through him, you know? Especially since my nigga is canon now. Oh, let's not forget. Broly is back for real now. He's my nigga canon. Broly is, I am real. I'm in the real shit. I'm here to stay. So how does it feel? I was it. How does it feel to see my nigga Broly? He got he officially branded now. He got the meat. It's sizzled and cooked now. I was bursting with energy. I was erratic. Just just just, just inside. I was just I was going nuts, B. <laughs> I'm like, yo, finally, all these goddamn years. Y'all gave us Shorty and looked like Brody. That was that pissed me off. But I also feel like that was a opening for another door. Like, damn, we kind of teased them with making Shorty that looked like Brody, but everybody really want Brody. So we gonna give them her. So it kind of reminds you of Brody, like, oh, shit. 
So you kind of going to fuck with her character if you kind of fuck with Broly. But I kind of didn't fuck with it because she wasn't Broly. Yeah. But I fucked with her like, yo, you look like my homie, bro. Like, yo, you look like that nigga that be whooping ass. But you not. But what I do fuck with her is she mastered the berserk mode. So she was able to control it. And I'm like, yo, y'all wildin' out here. I'm like, just give me Broly. So what you think this means for the storyline? Oh, they can do anything with them. And that's the the thing, like, because I think that's... That's that's my favorite thing about the about his edition is you can tell so many different stories like you can like you literally get to create a completely new and unheard of Broly story because none of these other stories that we know and love for that matter are official Dragon Ball Z storylines. Exactly. Exactly. And I mean, honestly, I hope they let them keep the Broly image at least like, I, I think the image and i want them to let him keep his pendant because i had that tatted on me like come on dude I, I think the image that's that's true if they change the, <clears throat> the pendant to some different shit then that changes the meaning of the, yeah. the tatting i think what they'll do is i think they'll keep his name and i think they'll keep the origin of his power maybe or the way it's used and infused i think they'll just tell a different, just a completely different way as to how they got to the point that they at. That's like, what I hope. They just play it, they just put they bring it in later on. Like, in theory, they could tell the same story that they've told. He has a scar on his face now, so he went, something happened. Exactly, like, Broly can be from Universe 1, and he can be, like, the only Saiyan survivor from Universe 1 that hates Goku, or Vegeta, for that matter, for something. It'll probably still be Goku. Okay, but they said he also had, like, <clears throat> they, he might have a different personality. Like, he might have a personality now. So, what? I was thinking about when they well, gave see, the Hulk a personality. That that's shit the was thing, odd. Like, yeah. How many Broly stories have, how many Broly stories do you know that aren't the movie? It's only one. Exactly. So, with that being said, like, Dragon Ball Z is not a movie. It's a series. It's a manga. It's, yeah. it's episodes. It's multiple. Right. So if you, <coughs> they said they gonna stay. I think that's also a reason why they um, <coughs> why it's taking them so long to introduce him to the storyline because f- he's so impactful off of one thing. Yeah. But like we are more than just this one thing. Like that's like one day of the year is like the Broly day, but like every other day is Dragon Ball Z day, and you got to find a way. To take this one day for this nigga and stretch it out over all 365 days. Oh, you gonna make some smack. Oh, yeah. So, I feel like that's it. That's why it took as... It's taken as long because the movie came out... Man, when I was a shorty. The movie came out 10 years ago. Longer. I think it was longer. 15 years yeah, ago. that's what I'm saying, dude. I was a kid. 15... I was a kid. I remember, I had the posters. Maybe 20 years ago. Yeah. Cause I was a kid, I used to get them Shonen Jump books and exact. Damn, they used to come with post Dragon Ball Z posters. So I got Jump, nigga, took it back. Oh yeah, so I got this one specific poster, and it was Broly, and I didn't know who he was because it was him standing there taking the command man after it happened with the smoke coming off his body, grinning. So man, I used to have that. I still have it. It's in the house right now. Actually, I just didn't put it up. And I'm like, I don't know who this big dude is, but he looked pretty tight. And he a Super Saiyan. So I'm like, shit. 
What you talking about? He was Goku in him. But I didn't know he was evil, but he kind of looked evil because he had no pupils. So I'm like, nah, Vegeta and him don't look like this. So it was something to him, but I never really knew who he was. So when I finally actually saw the movie, I'm like, yo, this nigga, wow. That's who he is. So he been around for a minute. So they said they gonna tie it in with the Dragon Ball Super um, episodes too. So when the next season drop? I don't even know. Ooh. It's one of those. So that's another thing. When was the last time we got new official canon Dragon Ball Z episodes? Man. Before Super. Shit, it was Dragon Ball Z. That was when 1990. So it's also been 20 years, maybe, since we got an official Dragon Ball Z storyline. Yeah, because it was Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z, now Dragon Ball Super. GT don't count. Kai? Uh, kind of, but it was like, that was weird. It was just like, they were just drawn a little like They were more crispier and shit. So... You got a lot of time, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's been a long time since you pulled all of this together to tell an official story. And the fact that this is a character who you've never formally spoken about, but everybody knows. Oh, yeah. Like, it's going to take a lot of work to get that done. So I'm really excited to see, like, what you've done with the last 20 years worth of, like, how do we tell the story of Broly and introduce him to the family as a everyday character. Yeah. Was like how because he's got to be as important as Vegeta and Frieza and Piccolo. He's got to be just as important as everybody else. Otherwise, the fans of Broly will all feel like you could have kept that shit. Like yeah. I will feel cheated. Like if you introduce him to me on some sideline character like he was uh, a disposable member of Frieza Force. They said they he they probably have another multiple theories they said he probably was with the Frieza Force and I'm like what the fuck like don't introduce me to him with no weird shit man like so was Dragon Ball Super a continuation of the storyline from Dragon Ball Z I don't believe so but I believe so so, uh, what like the last episode of Dragon Ball Z, it was like pretty much Go- Super Saiyan um, 3 Goku beating Boo and shit. But, you know, first episode of Super, they, they wheeze and Beerus is in this. It was weird. Like, the transition, I would have to watch the last episode of Z and the first episode to see if but I remember. Was there that. any connection to, there was some connection to oh, of course. Dragon Ball Z? Okay. So, yeah, no, that's. So yeah, you. So to introduce Broly into, even if you don't take him all over, take his storyline all the way back to Dragon Ball Z, you still gotta tell some part of his story in Super. I would imagine. Mm-hmm. Like, dude, you, you've gotta make it connect. And if you if you gonna make it connect like that, like if you gonna make it connect, then that means you'll have to write him like a legitimate storyline. Yeah. Dude, gotta be real. Freezer can turn gold now. Like that's another level from the his final form. Like yo, golden freezer. Golden freezer. He's ascended. Like damn. All right, you want some Super Saiyan shit too? What? You really, really do not like this nigga. 
Nobody likes this nigga. Freezer can permanently go gold now. Like, yo, that's pretty dope to me. You got a lot of forms. So, man, I want them to make Brody decent. I want them to make Brody decent because on the front, the the cover or the post or whatever, my man's going brazy. Okay, so um, um, their hair, their hair is blue, so they and they, they ultra instinct. No, 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 Super Saiyan God, Super Saiyan, Super Saiyan God, right, right, right. Super, Super, yeah. So I feel like you finna bring Broly in there, and, and they finna fight Broly. He has to be wrong. That was what I was finna. But don't say. make him in no so little punk getting dusted. By that's what I was about to ask you. So what level do you think Broly will be able to attain? I don't know yet because they all I've only seen a few clips and it looked like he got that he got that crazy side to him because it looked like he was turning in one of the pitches. Okay, so, so does Broly go So in the movie, how many levels does Broly have in the movie? I guess you could say three, but he got four he got three before images, if that makes sense. Right. Okay, because the first one... His original, like his normal self, isn't turned up. His normal self is black hair down his back. Look real common, you know, lazy and shit, you know. Look like a normal... Like a normal... Just a normal dude. Yeah, harmless motherfucker. His turned up mode, because he he still got the bands on. Yeah. He look a little more turned, but he still got pupils. Same size, but his hair standing up a little more, and it kind of got a bluish tint to it. A bluish purplish tint to it because of the headband, the light coming off the headband. Right. And you know, second phase. Second. Third phase is the berserker mode, the big one. The Hulk one. Hulked out. But in the second movie, we probably got three movies. <laughs> um the second in the second movie. He don't have a band zone no more because he went berserk and they all broke off. So that blue tint and on that it's not on the headband anymore because it's broke. So when he goes super saiyan, you know, regular super saiyan, his hair is yellow. He still has his pupils. It's not blue at all. Right. It's just pure yellow like Goku's in them. So that headband gave off a certain type of aura or energy that made his hair look like that. I thought it was pretty dope though. Can but without change? the band, can they change the way? Well, no, I imagine no, because this because he's on fighters. He's on fighters, yeah. So because he's on fighters, that means he'll have to look like he looks, because fighters is an official release. That's so yeah. I mean, they might just put both forms on there. They got two Goku on there. They finna put another Goku on there. They got two Vegetas on nah, there. Nah, but I mean, like, you wouldn't be able to change Broly's look. You'd have to still look the same. Oh, as far as him going Super Saiyan and his build yeah, and stuff? Yeah. I don't know. He's on the game like that. Oh, yeah, that one will stay. They might add another Broly, though. You see what I'm saying? Oh. They got Super Saiyan Goku and Super Saiyan God, Super Saiyan Goku. They got Super Saiyan Vegeta and Super Saiyan... See, but that'd still be Broly, though. Like, if you created... I guess you technically could just make a completely different-looking Broly and then just put him on the game. Yeah. And then when people ask, well, why is there two different-looking Brolys? You'd be like, well, because one is canon Broly and one is... Non-canon Broly. Exactly. Yeah. You, you're fucking... Yeah, you could do that. 
especially if you bought the rights to, which I imagine they did, you buy the rights to that movie. Yeah. That first introduced Broly. Yeah. And now that you own it, you can. Cause you know Put the, the nigga on the game yeah. And all of that Cause they, so, us, yeah. they usually Only put like Offensive people On video yeah. games But Broly made it That's let, That let me know Like yo He matters yeah. They're talking about Putting Cooler on there also Cooler is non-canon But that's Freezer's big brother And Freezer is always Talking about his big brother But he, he doesn't exist You see what I'm saying Right so, But no I don't, Cause uh, You know what Because that's why We don't have any Dragon Ball Z toys Because canon Wouldn't release the uh, Rice to that shit. They had a Broly toy. It was was it the toys? I feel like I might be just no. Nah, they had all kind of toys. I, I had a freezer. I had a I had a cooler toy from McDonald's. It might not be see, but if you had a cooler toy, you didn't have a Canon toy though. I had you a go cool. I had a Vegeta. Nah, but I mean like. Cooler isn't Canon, so whoever made it wasn't the official company that made it. I don't know how that would work. I'm saying, like, if Canon owns Dragon Ball Z and the rights to Dragon Ball Z characters and images, then, and Cooler is not a part of I feel Canon. like, the, the, I mean, the same person makes them, but he just one of them wasn't official. That's because the company might not be on that shit. Right. But, like, if, like because the company didn't have the rights to Cooler, yeah. that means he can sell that shit to another company, and they can make the Cooler. I see what you're saying. Yeah. So now, when it comes time for Canon to want to put Cooler into the official Canon story with the rest of the characters, with Frieza, yeah. you gotta go back to this other nigga and buy it from him now, cause he yeah. got it. Like how X Men and yeah. Deadpool not in the same house. Yeah. So you get the sideline characters, cause them the only ones you can use, cause Wolverine, Storm, and everybody else. Is over there chilling at the other nigga crib. Right. So, uh, I was I remember watching like a documentary and they were saying that like Canon wouldn't release the rights to make the toys or like they wouldn't buy the rights to make the toys, vice versa. I don't really remember now. I'm high, okay. That's what they were saying. And now that you said that and now that you put all of that in perspective about Broly not being canon and how long it's been, because that's really what it is. It's not really that he not canon. It's how the time, the movie is like 20 years old. Yeah. So, and that's here. Right. So imagine how, you know, old the movie is in... Where it's originally from. Exactly, in Japan. Yeah. So, uh, that shit is... That shit touched me, man. It's, it's, it's exciting. My nigga Broly coming to the crib. It touched me. I can't. I just hope he's straight, man. Don't do me bogus. That's a funny man. Man, just don't do me bogus. That's all I'm asking. Bogus <laughs> like the taste of Chicago only being four days? Damn. I, hold on. <laughs> Take a sip of water. <clears throat> Damn, it used to be... Like a week and some. That used to be like 10 days. 10 days, days, 10 days, then like a week and some. Yeah. And then it was five. Damn, they chopped that shit to four? I think it's like, it might be five. I'm going to say, you wildin'. It's not a week, though. I no, know, hell no, I know it's a week. not a week. Damn. Uh, yeah, don't do me that bogus. Damn. No, I know it's not a week. I, I, I haven't 
been in the city like around this time in a while. So this was like the first summer where I was back and I was here at the same time the taste was going on, like around the 4th of July. I haven't been here for the 4th in a while. Right, yeah. So, shit, I'm thinking like, okay, it's the 4th of July, we riding down on the lake, you gonna see the fireworks from the taste. And I'm looking and, you know, Grand Park is empty. It ain't, it's people around Buckingham Fountain, but it's not the taste of Chicago around Buckingham Fountain. Right. I'm like, what the fuck going on? Right. And then that's when my brother told me, he was like, oh, no, the taste is not, it ain't that no more. <laughs> wow. So the taste used to be, oh, wait, okay, so people don't know what the taste of Chicago is. Is if you not from here, you don't know what the taste of Chicago is. No, no, because people from all around the world come here for that shit. That's what it's for, and those people come here from all these other places and states and wherever else not. They come to Chicago. They know. I'm telling. At, at you. least the people that come here. I was finna say the people that come. Like if you know, you know. Shout out to Push. Yeah. But like it's a lot of it's a lot of people <clears throat> who don't know, especially because we only call it the taste. Like, I've been to other places that have the same type of event where it's like the taste of Philadelphia, the taste of Atlanta. Right. The people in the city don't refer to it. Like, I don't think the taste is stamped enough for people to just know what it is in reference, especially if they don't know what city you're from. Okay. But no, the taste of Chicago where it's like this big-ass outdoor festival where uh food vendors set up it's mostly food vendors food vendors. it's all food vendors yeah and then uh it's a band it's like well it used to be like three stages now yeah. it's probably only one right so it used to be three stages of like continuous concerts going on from like probably like eight to like ten now it's only one band shell. Uh, George Clinton was there today. It would have been nice to go see George Clinton perform there. Uh, but like the Taste of Chicago, it used to be big shit and a big deal. Uh, I remember being a kid behind the counter when Lyndon was working there. Facts. With the with the with the uh, margaritas and shit, man. That shit. That's a euphoric feeling. Matas. That's wild. That's what them shit was called. Matas. Wow. I don't fuck with the taste, though. R.I.P. to my nigga, Roy. R.I.P. to my nigga. Yeah, bro. You know. uh, okay, so you went there, so I'm going to just... Why do you... Because the taste is a, it's a great event to where... Um, I mean, it gives you an opportunity to really get into the food culture of the city... Because you get to experience a lot of places uh, from, like, a lot of little pockets of town that you either don't know about or you stay so far <clears throat> out of town, you don't ever get a chance to really go check them out. Right. So, and then with the music being there, it's also, it's the summertime in Chicago. It's a beautiful place with beautiful people. So, a lot of people may not understand why you would be here and not take advantage of going down there to celebrate an event like that. Right. So why would you? So why you said you don't fuck with the taste no more? So why do you not fuck with the taste? That's why I said R.P. My nigga Roy, because man, like that one year at the taste, 
oh wait, that day felt a little different. Like I went the day before he went, so I, you know, I was with T and you know, Yankee, you know. Went with them, boom, come back, chill. Next day, get here, boom. They go, some of them go. And I didn't go, I was off of doing some other shit. So then they, everybody come back. But then, you know, I get back later on that day and they like, niggas is hurt, niggas look hurt. I'm like, y'all straight? What's going on? They, nigga Roy just got killed. Oh, what? How? I'm like, man, y'all bullshitting. And nah, bro, he got shot at the taste of shit. Oh, oh, shit. Really? That shit was real. Like, somebody you see, like, every other day on the block, strolling through the block and shit, fucking around with y'all, playing and shit. Like, you go from seeing a face you see every day to nothing. Like, not at all, bro. That shit feels strange. At an event like that where, yo, I was just there yesterday. It's missing, bro. Like, yo, I was just there a day before you guys. How did this shit... (coughs) This shit happens the next day? Yeah. Like, wow, that shit, it was a... I don't know, it was one of them, oh, it felt real wild to hear the shit. Like, get the fuck out of here. You know, sometimes it, shit just sounds so wild. You be like, like, how you be doing sometimes when I be telling you shit? You be like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. And that's how I felt, man. Get the fuck out of here. Fuck out of here, man. You just saying shit. That was for real, though. That shit fucked me up. I like, yo, I'm cool on that taste shit. Now y'all want to start shooting people. Now think about that. This is an event where you got millions of people. Everybody out here, it's families out here, it's drinks going on, it's joints being passed, it's you sliding down water slides, you eating motherfucking buckets of fried dough and... Oh, fried dough, funnel cake. Funnel cake, right, excuse me. Funnel cake, fried dough, you just, you smashing all of this shit. I'm talking about Icy. Connie's Pizza. Connie's Pizza, Billy Goat Burgers. Fucking ribs. uh, Ribs from Kenny's. Big ass ears of corn. Corn, turkey legs. Turkey legs, fat ass turkey legs. I'm talking about good ass turkey legs. Fuck you talking about. Um, Shit, cups of corn, fuck out of here. Cups of corn, oh, Fuck you talking about watermelon slices, pineapple slices, all that, everything. Fuck you mean? You got udon noodles out here, ramen noodles out here, fun noodles out here. Any type of noodle you want, we got them chocolate out here. Chocolate covered strawberries in this motherfucker. Chocolate covered bananas in this motherfucker. Fuck you mean? What? All these shits out here. Great ass time, sunny ass day, big ass mosquitoes biting your ass, cocoa butter smelling all on your legs. <laughs> crazy and this happened like out here having a good ass time with good ass people and then you look up and now what's going on niggas getting shot my nigga gone he just he gone who does that i mean even if the altercation was like you know the altercation was that wild i mean a fight all right whatever boom both of y'all get to get up I ain't ever, it don't matter what the situation is, I don't ever want the shit to end in the loss of and, black life. Yeah, and a death, you know? Like, nah, bro, what the fuck didn't really went on to where you had to take my mask? Like, yo, 
You gotta die. Like, yo, shit is wild out here. It's crazy. So yeah, I don't fuck with the taste. So it's it's hard. So I'm cool. You, I was I'm cool on the foods. I used to only go there and get certain shit anyway. Now I'm real cool on that shit. So it's like, cause nah. Now, now they, they they be doing stupid shit now. One dude got stabbed a couple years back, leaving the taste like. Why? Yeah. Like what the fuck? I don't get that shit. Like. I'm cool on that, cause I don't, and then people are a little wild nowadays, bumping to them and shit, bullshit ass shoes you might accidentally step on or spill some shit on, it's a lot of people at the taste, it's kinda crowded. It's beer everywhere. Beer everywhere, my motherfucker. Everybody spilling beer, everybody spilling motherfucking my tires on your back. Motherfucker might actually knock your beer over, you sitting in the grass chilling and shit, they zoom by on they rollerblades or some shit. Well that's nine tickets down the drain. You see what I'm saying, so these... Th- these things cause fights, and I don't want to be around that shit, man. I don't want nobody that I'm with to be in that type of environment with me. And I don't want to have to get, I don't want to have to be broly. So I don't want to have to jap out for real. And then the person that I'm with probably don't, I mean, if it's a female, you know, I don't want to put her in that type of position. If it's one of my homies, he going to go Super Saiyan with me. But I don't even want us to have to go through this shit. So I just don't go to the taste. I, uh, I avoid a lot of weird shit, possibilities. I'm cool on the food. I get that shit some other time. I live here. The things I usually get, I can get them from certain places. Connie's Pizza, I can go to Connie's Pizza and get Connie's Pizza. You going to Harry Carey's to get some fried dough? I. You can. Are you going, though? That's a trip. <laughs> Are you going, though? <laughs> so I just, uh, <clears throat> I, I don't. I didn't ask you that because I want to discourage people from going to the Taste of Chicago. No, it's a great it time. It's, it's a, a beautiful g- event and a great time. I just want I want people to be aware that there are different people have different experiences when dealing with the event. I have a different experience. And I know sometimes a lot of people take it a certain way. It's one of them events where when you say you don't want to go or when people ask why are you not into it? People tend to take it a certain way. Yeah, like when I was a kid, I had a different feeling. Like, yo, I'm always back here with my aunt making these drinks, stay out the way and shit. Exactly. Like, I pretty much grew up at the time. We taste. grew up at the And that's another thing that, you know, it's also, it's like a job. Imagine, because it was a job for, for us for a long time. Like little kids. Because it wasn't really we had like to we go. could go enjoy the shit that we was going to. We had to go to work with our OGs. Our OGs was going to work, so shit, you know how it is when you got to go to work. When you got to go to work with the nigga, you at work, too. You don't get to run yeah, around yeah, and yeah. Jump and talk and do none of that shit. Like, so I, we grew up with that shit. Exactly. So for that to happen, it's like, yo. It's not, it takes a lot to then, it's not, it doesn't take a lot to turn you completely off from it at that point. Yeah, and that was just extreme. Yeah. So it's like, yo, y'all niggas is off the chain. On that Harlem shit. Exactly. I'm cool on y'all. So then when you take Going back to the south side where it's safe. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out to my nigga Turk. Going back to the south side where it's safe. What you talking about? So when you take that and you combine it with uh, the downsizing that they've done from the event. Well, not from, but with the event over the years. Because if you... That's what kicked it off, though. That's, yeah, it was a lot of... That shooting is what kicked it off. Boom. Yeah. People start getting scared. They, hell no. Nah, so they, shit, business changed a little bit. 
that hurts. That puts a that puts a hole. That damages you somewhere. Yeah, because you're not bringing your kids out there no more. Hell no. So that that puts a that, you know, that punched the pockets. And if Boom. you're not bringing your kids out there, then really what you're gonna have is a lot of drunk adult niggas walking around talking shit. Yeah. So you know that put a dent in your shit. Boom. So you got to work now on... Now you down. Now you downsize a little bit. Like, all right. Now you got to downsize and work on... You got to re... And then Millennium Park kind of revamped the whole yeah. area. So now you got a completely different crowd of people coming in, too. So there's a lot. It's a lot that's gone on. Like, it's changed a lot over the last few years. It's adapted. Uh, yeah. I'm happy it's still going on. I am, too. I if anybody was visiting right now, I would absolutely tell them to go. Of course. Because that's a beautiful way to get to know the city and check out some of the, uh, a, a part of the food culture, which is a part of the city's culture and the pulse of the city. It has a lot to do with our cuisine. So to be able to go check out a lot of it in a confined space uh, or in a, a, you know, a dedicated space, that's pretty dope. Yeah. The Taste of Chicago and the Oktoberfest, the Burgoff Festival. For real. I haven't ever been to Oktoberfest. I worked there for them three days. It's only three? It is only three days. It's three, yeah. My mom's know that lady. Talked to her and shit. I worked there. I think I did it once or twice. Like, she had called me You're doing year. watching Pepsi cans overnight and shit? Hell no. Nah. I was like... Putting the trays of food together, and then somebody else with the cashier, and then you know the other people was like heating the food up and shit. I was the person right here in the middle. Hell the food yeah. to you people. All right, you yeah. give me the food. Boom, it's right here. I'm fixing the trays. I'm turning around, handing them to the cashier. It's yeah. three rows. Boom, 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 boom. That's cool. Anytime you get to work in the day and interact with the people, you decent. Because when you, if you got the festival job. Well, you got to, like, work the graveyard shift and watch the soda trucks at night and shit. You, <laughs> yeah. You're not hot all the time because sometimes them are the jobs you want so you don't have to deal with the people. Right, the right, right. So it really just depends on what type of person you is. Yeah. So I, I rock with it, man. She, she had called me every, uh, every year. And, like, one of them times, I'm like, no, nah, I don't really know. And then she, she like, she like, what don't you know? You've done it before. It's three days. Yes or no? And I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, damn. Uh, <clears throat> I guess I'll holler at you on a Thursday again. <laughs> I told her no, though. Oh, Yeah, shit. I'm like, no, nah, I'm cool this time. She like, all right, then, you know. Talk for a little while longer. And she got off the phone. Shot her some different shit. That was real, though. Like, That's real. That's real. She like, you've done this before. Yes or no? Damn. Nah, I'm gonna sit there. Cause you know what though, I feel like every now that you said that, every one of them people that I know who like they the ones who go get the people who work these jobs, mm -hmm. who like got her position, all the people who I know who do that, uh, they all got that kind of short and to the point. Yeah. When I, they Yeah. Cause it's like I don't have cause it's a lot of people, I gotta go through a lot of people. Yeah. She'd be like, I'm calling you cause I, you know how to do the shit, and I know you be doing it. Yeah, like, exactly. After like, that, though, it's like, like if you don't want it, then all right, I'm moving on because I got a lot of motherfuckers I got to call today. Yeah, exactly. Because now I really got to go find somebody, maybe. Exactly. So I'm like, damn, I ain't feel bad, but I'm like, shit, I just got tired of doing that shit. Nah, them shits, them. 
especially once you hit like if you go back for two years I'm kind of impressed with you because them shits is tough to do because once you yeah, go back yeah. for the third year doing it it's like damn you like it or you enjoy it right <laughs> I, like, I don't like this I'm just doing it to help out you know it was cool but yeah I'm cool on that um yeah take Chicago I'm, I'm straight on y'all man it's all good it made me a little more numb so you know yeah, man, I, uh, I mean, all the tragic shit that happened, like, definitely in, like, my personal, like, life, that shit kind of makes me a little more numb and shit. I mean, but not even, <clears throat> okay, you take your personal life out of it, the shit that happened around us every day it definitely is telling us we supposed to be numb it to it. It definitely adds, yes, definitely, and... Still got a lot of I still got still got a great personality, man. It's still a lot in me. I'm just numb to a bunch of shit that I don't know if I should be really numb to, but yeah. That one, that's how that one played out for me at least. Peace God to Hyrith. I think that's how you pronounce it. Hyrith, Hayrith, Augustus. Uh over the, you know, this Saturday, he, uh, yesterday, he lost his life, uh, at the hands of the police, you know, Chicago Police Department, somebody else, uh, in a loose exchange, he had a, he had a strap on him, he didn't have it in his hand, he didn't pull it, whatever the situation is, Because, honestly, I don't even... I just really don't have the energy to get into that. His name was what? Hyrith. Hyrith or Hyrith. It was H-A-I... H-A-R-I-T-H, I believe that was it. Okay. Hyrith Augustus. I don't think I already heard about this one yet. Yeah. But uh, it was... He lost his life. And any time... I did see something about them protesting, though. That's why they was protesting. Okay. Because okay. of this body cam footage that has been released. Got you. I didn't see the cam, the cam footage. I just so, saw the, the, the protest. Uh, <clears throat> he was in. He got into an exchange with the police officer, and uh, he wound up losing his life, and. There was a body cam that was recording. They had the footage, so they released the footage today. This happened yesterday. They released it today. It's the fastest release of footage kind of in the history of I'm the whole finna, body I'm cam I'm finna thing. say in every body cam footage. So the chief's name, or the superintendent's name, excuse me, I believe his title is superintendent, is, uh, well, it don't matter what his name is. It's Eddie Johnson, but it don't matter what his name is. Right. Uh, <laughs> but, um, like, he basically said he released it because he felt like he wanted people to... Basically, the story was coming out that he wasn't the, the guy did Mr. Augustus didn't have... A, he was like another black unarmed dude shot was the story that was being pushed real quick. Okay. And that wasn't the truth. Okay. This gentleman actually did have a weapon on him. 
Okay. So he released the footage because he wanted people to see the truth. They're like, oh, he really did have a pistol on him. So he got shot, and now he did. That's a weird... Damn, that could play out two different ways. Because you released this footage so fast... But when people be dying months ago... Oh, you didn't already fuck the game up. Everybody in New York is pissed at you. Everybody in L.A. is pissed at you. Everybody in Dallas and Fort Worth and Austin. Everybody in all of these major cities across the world. And then it's going to trickle down to all of these smaller cities across the... Not across the world, but across the country anyway. They pissed. Because now in New York, if you got a body cam and it was recording, the prosecutor going to say or... The attorney general or whoever the person is who got the public's support and who pushing this, you know, this thing at you, yeah. they going to be like, yo, to the police chief or the superintendent or whoever it is, they going to be like, yo, we trying to see that. And we don't want to hear what well, you got to wait until X, Y, and Z because these niggas over here in Chicago showed it off the next day, 12 hours later, 24 hours later. Yeah. Let me see the tape now. Yeah. Release it now. Yeah. The precedent you just said is crazy. And that's why I said it could have went two ways. Because it can go like that now. Like, yo, we need those. Like, now. That's it. And then, because, like I said, killings happen. People be dead for a couple months. And I don't ever really know about it. It's like, damn, when did that happen? It happened in March. Shit, it's August. I'd be like, what the fuck? The video just came out. So I'd be like, Damn. I need some next day shit, something. Um, so now, and then it's like, you could put that shit out like, no, 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 he really did have a weapon. So these people, so you try not to get him to tweet. Like, no, he really did. So, you know. I think that in this situation, well, I, I don't, as a police chief, I'll give him, I'll give him this. As the face of this institution, I don't know. You don't, I think that's best play you have i also think that's probably the only play you have oh yeah it was like your only to me to me your only play is he wasn't unarmed once that's it though you don't have anywhere else to go and like him being armed with a holster weapon isn't like police officers are are armed with holster weapons and if police officers are armed with holster weapons i'm Citizens being armed with holster weapons don't really make me any more uncomfortable. Right. So, for him to lose his life is unfortunate, and that's always my angle. I don't even watch the it's to the, I don't even watch the videos anymore. Nah, I saw. I took in so much of that energy last year, and it it has taken me so long to process it that like I. I haven't been able to take any new video footage in. Like, what about what about dude that got hacked with the machetes? You saw that one? Nah. You see that? Nah. Somebody got hacked with a machete, like in real life. Yeah, I remember little Tony was there. In this country, they was cutting it with machetes. Yeah, we talked about this on one of the podcasts recently. Last week with Bitchy Billy. Yeah, I think it was we. Yeah. Yeah, I think that was last week, and you know he said it was mistaken identity. So the gang leader, oh, they pretty much said it was sorry. Oh no, yes, I do know. Oh, you talking about it was okay when you said hacked with machetes? I'm thinking like in the jungle, hacking a nigga with a machete. But like, okay, you talking about Junior at the bodega in New York? Yes, okay, I do know what you're talking about. 
Yeah. You saw that one? No. I actually finally watched that shit. That shit was wild. Or did I? No, I I, I saw that one because I didn't know what it, it was. One of them. Oh, like, you just randomly saw it. It was one of them and situations. Heard about exactly. It. I oh, saw yeah, it before I knew videos. what was going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I saw so, it. I've seen certain videos like that. I, I, I'm not going out and searching and watching these videos anymore because I don't, in any situation, when a person loses their life, the video footage of you of you justifying to me why this person lost their life, the person's not here. That's the whole point. Right. She's gone. Yeah. He's gone. Yeah. Like, Sandra Bland is not, she's not coming back. No. Not at all. Rakia Boyd, she not coming back. Renisha McBride, she not coming back. So, I'm gonna create some shit. The video footage in all of these situations that you are putting out in an attempt to justify why the proper action was taken still falls short of my punchline, is what I'm saying. Yeah. So I haven't watched. Uh, this video or any of the other videos, uh, I read the news article and they had the uh, like the freeze frame of the video, and in the freeze frame you could see he had like his shirt came up, yeah. and you could see it looked like just from the freeze frame he probably had a. It said he had a strap on one side and then a clip on the other side, holstered. Okay. Both of them are holstered and on his waist, so. Uh, I mean, so I saw I saw the like that freeze frame of it. But it um, was hosted in two different. It was hosted in two different. He had the clip on one side, it said, and a pistol on the other side. Oh. Yeah. Uh, and I I just I, so well, I was I, he legally carrying? I don't know. It didn't say. It didn't speak to any of that in the articles that I've read. Okay. That's I I've, I've thought that was I'm interesting. I'm just saying most most people I know that carry illegally gotta carry a certain type of way. That's also a point that, like, I was thinking, like, niggas who, like, really not supposed to have pistols don't really carry holstered pistols. Right. Like, I got my strap tucked or it's in my pocket or... Right. So, I'm trying to... His pistol was, like, holstered. With the clip over here and here. So, it takes some time to be like, ah, ah. Exactly. Don't worry. If, If it's illegal, clip already in the gun. In my pocket somewhere. So yeah, it didn't. The article didn't speak Damn. to whether or not he That's was something else. a foy, like he was a, a card holder, or if the gun was loaded or unloaded. It didn't speak to any of that. Nah. It just mentioned that he had these things. I need that info. So that exactly. Fuck the video. I would let me know that. Yeah. Let me know that. So I need um, that info. Yeah. No. I, I just. Uh, I'm. Saddened by the young man not being here, and now his daughter, you know, her dad's gone. Yeah, that's all that really matters to me. <clears throat> uh, so just no, no, no. Uh, it's a word. <laughs> Shout out to uh, the it's, it's a word podcast. It's a song. Um. So, you know, numb. And, uh, I mean, it's crazy. I didn't even intend to, like, talk about the shit like this. But, like, it's crazy to, like, 
the way just we kind of wound up here because the dope thing about Broly and uh, like the dope thing about um, Broly and Dragon Ball Z and uh, like video games uh, it's just that it's a feeling it brings feeling to situations yeah and uh, going numb for too long is going you know is not healthy right so anytime you can infuse feeling into the situation is always appreciated and video games was some shit that did that a lot when we was little niggas and we have managed to hold on to that now as adults I'm about to be telling people like yo I don't care if I play the game call me what you want keep me in a happy place I'll be chilling playing the game now. If you want some old fucked up side of me, man, catch me when I ain't in my best mood or we don't have video games around or some weird <clears> shit. Exactly. Video games keep me out of trouble. Wiz, music, keep headphones. Me in high spirits. Video you, games keep me in high spirits. My man's Wiz be inspiring me and do. Headphones. I know a lot of people. I need my headphones. When you see another person with their headphones in, you don't take a personal offense to it. It doesn't matter what situation you're in. If you see another person with their headphones in, are you offended? Hell in no. any situation? No, because I be having mine in. I feel like that's a very generational thing because if you ask our parents or our grandparents, it's certain places where you need to take them damn headphones out your ear. Man, look out. One thing that they, I don't think that they ever really, I don't think it's a concept that they grasp is that we heard a lot of things that we technically, like, quote, not technically, but quote, unquote, we're not supposed to hear at an early age. Oh, yeah. So now that we are at an age where we have the option to not hear a lot of the things that we hear, headphones is how we do it. Hell Think yeah. about all of the conversations you heard between your grandparents or your parents or your aunties or your homies or their parents or like TV or whatever when you was a little nigga and you was like, huh? Yeah. And like now as an adult, you can process it and like it ain't shit. But like at that age, though, you held on to it for long. Yeah, you did. You you know, it wasn't really important. Now that you're an adult and you know how shit go. But like at the time, though, it was really important. Yeah, you like, yeah, I'm off. Yeah. You hear mom and dad arguing. Like, that ain't got nothing to do with me, even though they arguing about some shit I did. But, like, oh. Right. You know, shit like that. You hearing bad news. My homie just got popped. This little nigga got popped. This man or woman, whoever. Mm-hmm. I don't want to hear this shit no more. So I put my headphones in. Because headphones was a thing that changed as technology changed with me. Yeah. And then, you know, I'd be like, yo, put me in my own world. Yankee, you, know, you can't live in your own world forever. All right. I don't think that they recognize the... I'm not going to say that they don't recognize, because I believe they do recognize. I just don't know if they... I don't know if enough of them are willing to accept a role that they played in the way the world looked looking the way or the world looking the way it did when we was looking at it like the world our parents showed our parents were like we the crack baby generation we aren't crack babies but yeah I know what you mean you know what I'm saying like we the crack baby generation so the way that our parents look at us like it's kind of like 
Like, your parent is a crackhead. She has you. You guys grow up. She gets clean. Her life is decent now. Your life ain't bad, but you kind of struggling to figure it out. You fucking up along the way because it's life. Right. And she looking at you like, ugh, you a crack baby. And you like, bitch, you a... Right. Hey, hold on a minute. And then she telling you, you don't get to tell me that because I'm your mama. Because I'm your daddy. Because I'm your granddaddy. It makes me think, do those generational names, are they, is it, is it worldwide? Is it country? Or is it something, or is it, is, is it in the community? What you mean? Like, culture-wise, like, crack babies. Oh, it's, come yeah, on, man. You know? Oh, you have addict babies everywhere, because people are addicts everywhere. Crack specifically, though, that's, like, that's us. <laughs> yeah, that's us. Yeah, nah, Like, man. if you was in, like, some, uh, if you were in, like, a tribe in some African country or in some Southeast Asian country, uh, or, like, if you was in, like, some Russian mountain or some shit like that, whatever, like, the medicinal plant was, you could still be addicted to that shit. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. So people still get addicted to shit in every culture, and then those people then fuck each other and have babies while they're on these substances. Right. You know what I'm saying? But, like, crack specific, like, crack cocaine specifically, nah, that's all, like, inner city, like, inner city America. (laughs) Gotcha. (laughs) Like, that's us. Gotcha. That's all, like, inner city American. Yeah, man. I think we turned out pretty damn dope, though. Of course. Our parents, though. But, see, that's the thing, though. We are dope. We a dope group of kids. (laughs) We a dope group of kids. Dopest dope you've ever smoked. You know what I'm talking about? It's just that now the parents of these dope kids looking at them like, you not doing it the way you're supposed to do it. You not doing it the way I want you to do it. You not doing it the way I move wanted to do it. Over. Exactly. So, um... I don't, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. So then, in, even in that sense, so now you numb to certain relationships in your family because the energy that they want to interject into what you got going on, wait a minute. Shit, you raised me and you don't like the way I was raised? I got questions. Crazy, like what? I have a question. <laughs> Or two. I got a lot. We need to sit down and have a talk. You don't get to talk to me, though. And that's crazy. You don't get to ask me these questions. Hell no. You played a major part in this. Right here. Nigga, you are the part. Fuck you talking about. (laughs) (laughs) So, I'll just... I'm not... I'm, I'm not... I'm... I'm all for... Like, if... If you... If you could say that shit to me, I could say it to you. And that's how I feel about yeah. any relationship, regardless of whatever you want your title to be. Yeah. So, like, if you could say it to me, I could say it to you. It's a lot of shit I can say to people that I won't say to people. I've always felt like that. It's a lot of shit I can say to people that I choose to not say to people because it's disrespectful. I just don't want to say this to you. I don't believe that this should be said. You want to... 
any anything. You know what's crazy? And like she be saying, like we be, like she be saying, we be disrespectful. So when she say that, right? She, you know she right. She, when she say that, I feel like she telling me, like I be saying, fuck you. You don't mean shit to me. You know all that. So that's the other but thing. That is, so now, and I be like, what? I feel like I respect, like. So now you had me. You telling me that the way you got a problem with the way I was raised, I tell you I got questions. I ask you my questions, and now you telling me I'm being disrespectful to you because I am attempting to have a conversation with you about things that are uncomfortable for both of us. Like I feel like I got the most utmost respect for you. Like yo, yo, like I feel like y'all can't. It can't. I feel like it can't get no better. Like yo. Okay. Well, yeah. I feel But then I, I feel like I'll be doing too much. Like, yo. So you only And the most you make up me part feel like I be, you make me feel like I talk to you like you ain't shit and I know I don't. So I can only imagine how And you again, you know how I know that I you know how I know I don't and you know how I know that you know that I don't is because you raised me and I know how you raised me. Exactly. So I can only imagine if you sound disrespectful. I can only imagine how I really do sound to people outside of this house. My like, nigga, you know how you raised me because that's how you raised me. Like, damn. I probably sound wild as fuck to people at work or something. And like you that. know what's the most fucked up part about it all is that if you really did feel that way, you could make me better if we had this conversation. Like, that's the most fucked up part is that. If we did sit down and have this conversation about what it is about the way that I, I move throughout my life and I traject my energy, that you feel the way you feel about it, that you disconnect from the way you you just disconnect from the entire nurturing or uh like the parent, the parental aspect of it, you just completely remove yourself from it. Yeah. Like, I don't like the way you was raised. It's a lot of, you know, you walk around and you look at a lot of shit that's going on and you have a lot of conversations with your great aunts or your great uncles or, you know, your grandma, your grandpa, and they looking at how shit is going on or what your friends got going on in their life. Yeah. And they don't take into account, like, none of the things that you as a friend know enter, you know, impact the decisions that they make. Right. Like the situation that's going on with your homegirl moms or with your brother pops mm -hmm. or like why your homegirl and her aunt, like she doing wild shit, but like her aunt be wilding on her for real and she let it slide because like she don't want to tell her auntie like, yo, chill out. Right. And like we could both be better than this. Like you could really help me be a better version of myself because you could help me get in tune with a part of myself that I don't understand because I don't understand what it is about myself that you really don't like to wear like you would say you being disrespectful to me or you would just as I said just completely disconnect from like oh I don't like the way you was raised wait a minute like I don't know what y'all did wait a minute because when you tell the person, like, when you tell your great aunt, when you tell the person from the generation before us, that think about it, y'all. Think about it. Anytime you've ever told, like, you, you, like, think about you standing in the kitchen with your old grandma and 
she say some shit to you and then you be like, that's how I was raised. And then she be like, I don't know where you got that from. And you be looking at her like, really? Hey, I'm finna fuck the game up. When they be like, I don't like the way you was raised or something. Curveball. Curve. I don't like the way you raised me. What they gonna do after that? I don't sound like them down there fighting. But see, words. that's when they hit you with the, it Pussy. wasn't about you liking the way I raised you. I raised you to X, Y, and Z. What I'm doing, X, Y, and Z, you just don't like the way it looks. That shit gonna turn into an instant argument. It's always like that because. Because now I'm, now I'm really being disrespectful. <laughs> because I'm defending myself, which is what you raised me to do. Oh, man. When you feel attacked, you defend yourself. Well, now I'm defending myself because I feel like you attacking me. And now you telling me I'm disrespectful. And then you would turn around and tell me I wouldn't say that to my I wouldn't say that to my mama or my daddy. How could you say that to me? And then I turn around and hit you with it. Well, your mama or your daddy wouldn't say what you said to me. Exactly. Or to you. You know what I'm saying? Mind-blowing. Like, they be like, I can't believe you just said that to me. I wouldn't have never said that to my mama. And then I'd be like, you know what? Nana wouldn't have said to me what you, what you just, just said. Exactly. So I wouldn't ever say that to her because she wouldn't do me like that. Exactly. So I don't know what it is with our generation of parents that makes them feel like they could just grind that shit in on us and then don't ever have no right. recourse. Like we don't ever say shit back. And they don't understand where it comes from. And the comparison is always with they generation of parents who our grandparents was dope as fuck. Right. It's very few people that I know in life who grandparents that I've interacted with or heard about or known that were not dope as fuck. Like, if you listening to this right now, I know your, I know your grandparents was dope as fuck. Dude. Because our grandparents was dope as fuck and we dope as fuck. So if you listening to us, that means you dope as fuck. I don't get it. So. I don't get uh, it. So it's a reason why our generation is numb to a lot of shit. And that's why shit like uh, video games and motherfucking music from Wiz Khalifa and Nipsey Hussle and Jay-Z and Beyonce and Stevie Wonder and goddamn everybody. What the fuck? Uh, oh, that's that motherfucking bug flying into that shit. The fuck is he doing? He's spazzing. He's spazzing. Uh, but that's why all of that shit matters, cause when you numb, it's shit like that that will remind you that it's a it's a reason you're supposed to feel. Yeah. Shit like Black Panther. It's a reason why everybody went to go. You know what? I'm gonna tell a story right now. I'm going to tell this story. I ain't ever told this shit before. I said I was going to keep it to myself. But I'm going to tell this shit right now. Story time. I'm going to tell this story. So, <clears throat> I went to go see. Hit y'all joints again. Just sit back and listen. You know, matter of fact, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. I'm going to spark up one more time for the one time. Hold on. You got a lighter? Let me see a lighter. Uh, don't no, I got you. I got you. Here we go. You got it? All right. There you go. Yeah, right. Inhaling. That good stuff. That great stuff. So I'm going to tell a story. Story time. Uh, I went to go see Black Panther. 
I, I saw it three times in the movie theater. Okay. I saw it twice in one day. <laughs> All right. The first time I ever saw Black Panther, I went back the same night to see it. I t- like I took my OG to go see it in the morning, and then I went back with like a group of my homegirls to see it that night. When I went with my OG that morning, some shit happened to me, and it fucked me up, and it stuck with me all this time. And it's so we get to the movie theater. It's a small movie theater. We talking. It might have maybe eight or nine theaters, but they probably only got two really big and nice ones, then one really nice one, and then the rest of them is all probably, like, the same. Okay. So it's a small movie theater. Uh, The biggest theater might hold maybe 100 people. So it's a small, you know, it ain't really a lot of people. It's a small kind of intimate joint. Uh, It's Black Panther, though. The movie comes out Thursday night. This is Sunday morning. Okay. So the movie comes out Thursday night. This is Sunday morning on the weekend that Black Panther comes out. So shit is packed. So we go get the popcorn and shit. We go get, we looking for seats. We walk in. Now, you know how auntie, you know how your auntie is. Mm-hmm. She don't care where we sit. She want to sit anywhere. So I'm trying to find a seat. So I go, I find a row of seats. Mm-hmm. They got a lot of seats next to the wall. Right. So we excuse our way all the way down to the end. Now, I'm in the front. We excuse our way all the way down to the end. We get to the end, and it's a lady sitting in, say, seat seven, and then it's a dude sitting in seat six, and then the rest of the seats, like five, four, three, two, one, they all empty. Uh-huh. So homie sitting in seat five, seat or he's sitting in seat six, and seat five is open. Where do you sit? He's sitting in seat. He's sitting in seat six. Six. Seat five is open. Five is open. Where do you sit? Are we going down? We going down. So the next seat will be five four. You can sit in four, or you can sit in. You can sit in four. You can sit in four, then that's what you do. That's what every nigga gonna do. You gonna sit in four, and then you gonna let whoever you with sit in three. Yeah. You gonna put a seat between. Yeah, first like you can sit in four, then the other one is in three. Exactly. That's exactly what I did. I went to go sit in seat. I left seat five open. I went to go sit in seat four. Duke sat in seat three. Alright. The previews start. Watching the previews, cracking jokes and shit, you know, laughing with her and shit, laughing with mom. Okay. And I look at the seat. And I say, hmm. Nigga left an open seat. Two other people come down and sit on the seats next to the wall. So now, is somebody sitting in seat six? Seat five is empty. And then four, three, two, one, all got people in it. So seat five is the only empty seat. Okay. So now we sitting here. All right, what's going on? Movie finna start. Lights go down. I'm feeling a little antsy in my chair. Oh, not gonna lie to you. I'm looking at C5 and I'm looking at the movie star, the Black Panther shit, the Marvel shit, and you can feel the energy in the building. Right. You can feel it. This shit finna crack. Oh, I think this shit finna be so cold. I keep glancing at C5 though. Mm-hmm. This movie is supposed to be about black people 
coming together to do some shit. At least in my mind, before the movie starts, that's what I'm thinking about. Right. This shit is gonna. You be got a like, whole setup in your this head. This is gonna be. This is gonna unite black people across everywhere because we finna see what this shit really supposed to look like, my nigga. This motherfucker vibranium finna fuck us up. <laughs> right. Seat five is empty though. Now I'm sitting here. The movie lights drop. The credit shit start coming on. Or just <coughs> the movie lights drop. And I'm looking at the seat. And I'm like, nigga, this a motherfucking movie. If you're not gonna unite with the nigga in real life, what the fuck the point of the movie? What is the point of the movie if you're not gonna let it inspire you to really connect with the people that is right in front of your face in real life? Right. The black people in front of your face, real life. Right. I moved down to C5. Okay. I looked at moms and was like, hey, yo, it's a better seat. And that's the other part that was fucked up. It was a better seat. I sat there and was like, God damn it. I'm more, I'm closer to the middle. Because it was like, you know how... If you sit, if you in a row of seats that doesn't have an odd number, then you get two seats that are like the best, the most middle seat. Yeah. This was one of them places where like it was two seats that was like the best middle seat. I skipped it just because I was being a nigga and skipped it and went and sat next and sat in, in the next seat. Once I moved down and realized that I was like, God damn it. <laughs> Lessons for life. So I got her to move down. Then eventually somebody else came and filled in the seats, the seat that was left. Mm -hmm. And then we was all just, everybody was Gucci. (laughs) And the fucked up part is the reason I'm telling the story is you can tell the energy when your energy is good and it shifts, it moves people. Because no bullshit, I sat there and moved from this seat, from that seat to this seat, from 6'6 to C5. And it was like, a calmingness, a peace that came over me right before the movie started. This nigga who had been peaceful looking the whole time, now he was sitting there, it was like you could tell he had to deal with the energy of like, damn, this nigga moved down. Because you got to think about it. (laughs) If you, whenever you got the empty seat next to you, you expect every nigga to just keep walking. Right. Whenever somebody actually take the seat, you'd be like, oh, Damn. You do. You be like, yo. All right. And I could tell that in that moment, that was what was going on. It was like, damn, this motherfucker took the seat. Right. So I don't know. It was a it was a it was a funny little moment to have right before I embarked on like what was to become Wakanda and everything yeah. else. You know what I'm saying? So it was dope. Uh so that's story time. So when you just I'm just saying that all of that shit together it just that number shit is crazy but speaking of Black Panther my boy M'Baku M'Baku is going to be playing Kimbo Slice oh and like a Kimbo Slice biopic kind of joint yeah yeah my boy yeah so oh that's cool that shit will be pretty tight dude I watched Black Panther like 50 times that bro. shit is amazing niggas got that shit on Blu-ray now that shit on everybody's computer and shit man you, I watched it so many times cause I, I don't think I went to the show to see it that's what hurt me like I didn't have nobody to go with so when it finally came out shit I watched that shit like 50 times back to back to back <laughs> for real damn that's how I feel about that J. Cole album man 
I already, I, I, I said I ain't really like him, but shit, nigga. I listen to Forest Hill Drive a lot. I think I said this on a podcast before. Shit, I, damn. It's a great, is that your favorite? We talked about that already. Is that your favorite J. Cole joint? Hell yeah. That's fair. That's fair. I, I mean, I, I feel bogus. Like, damn. I ain't fuck with him like that. When I finally started fucking with him, then I heard Forest Hill Drive. I'm like, yo, this shit is cool. You was playing that shit when we was on our way to New York. That's that my first hard. real time listening to that shit. And I'm like, yo, this guy's nice. Is the car the best place to listen to music? One of. What's the best then? Oh, give me your top three place, places to listen to music, no order. I definitely say the car because the speakers. You know what I'm saying? Or like a little, like, or uh, I would call it a, but it's a sound bite. But is you still hear music? What you mean? Like little, like little, like little rooms. Like you go to, like hear previews of new music coming out and shit like that. With or like Wiz do them sometimes. You oh, you saying so? Just hearing sound bites is a cold way to listen to music. Like the quality of the shit, yeah. Oh, you take it in like, oh, okay. Shit. No, no, no. I see what you're saying. Yeah. That's dope. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So the car, the sound bites, and definitely the studio. In studio, yeah, yeah. I would probably clubs go. are nice, but clubs sometimes whatever they playing sometimes sounds a little muffled. It depends on the quality of the speakers at the club. It, it depends on the quality of the speakers yeah. at the club. Uh, I would probably go with the car, the studio, and uh, vinyl. Nice. I like vinyl. I like hearing listening to vinyl. Uh, like I like listening to vinyl as a, a, a way to consume music. That's so that, nice. that shit is dope. That's nice. Uh, you fuck with uh, soccer, the sport? Yeah. Not really. You know the World Cup and shit, like the soccer world championship. I don't know about that. It was going on. France won. Remember I sent you that picture with Goku and them, they were sending all that energy. <laughs> right, the yeah. The spirit ball, they were sending that energy. <laughs> that was when uh, Mexico won. <laughs> yeah, that shit was funny as fuck. Yeah, I um, ain't really up on soccer like that. Nah, France won the World Cup. Um, and it's I, it's one of them times where, like, uh, like, France got black players and Muslim players and, like, people talk about them. Because they like black and Muslim from other countries. But then, like, on World Cup Sunday, like, you got their jerseys on praying that they make the corner kick. So it's like, <laughs> got you. you know what I'm saying? It's like, what the fuck ever, man? Got you. Uh, so, but shout out to France, though, for winning the World Cup. Uh, the men's World Cup. Because uh, we got our ass whooped. I'm not a huge soccer fan. I'm not a soccer. I'm I'm a World Cup fan, but I'm not a soccer fan. Like I don't. The American soccer is boring to me. I watch oh. national soccer, but American soccer is kind of boring. To I don't me. watch soccer at all. Period. So, but uh, yeah. Shout out to France. Uh, I had one soccer game in my life. I played that shit a couple times. Super Nintendo. You used to slide and trip the players. Hell yeah. I used to love that shit. Fucking people up. <laughs> Uh, 
Your boy Cam stay in some shit, man. I don't know what he in now. <laughs> he got he DMing some dude, some boy trying to fly him out. Man, what are you? I he trying to play with boys now. It didn't say how old he was. Damn the age. First of all, I'm assuming he was of age. He looked like he was still young though. Like, who are you trying to fly him out there to get him some hoes? He was trying to fly him. He told him he was beautiful. Or pretty or something like that. Like short homie homie screenshotted the DM from like his it was R. Kelly's like official Instagram page up there and shit. And he DM'd him. He called him like he told him like you a pretty ass boy or a beautiful ass boy or something like that. Shut it was like up. some compliment. Fuck out of here. No bullshit. Now you gonna make me I ain't gonna go find it. I ain't even cause it don't matter. They, again, that's like with that police shit, that's some shit I don't even have to see. It don't matter, bro. Wait, it don't matter. So he planning he, he trying to play with booty boys booty holes. He was I don't know what he wanted to do with the boy, but he wanted the boy to come out. It seemed like the boy was kind of going for it at first, but then like maybe something went sideways at some point, and like he was like nah, and then Kels was like fuck you or whatever. But anyway, the boy wound up like screenshotting and shit and posting it, uh, and it wasn't I guess because maybe it came out and Kels denied it. Like I I guess it somebody leaked it that like. He was trying to get some boy, which I don't really know what's wrong with that, to fly out to him. And then he was like, fuck that. That shit didn't happen. And then I think homie was like, or I think his friends was like, yes, it did. Don't lie. And then screenshot sin kind of shit. Post kind of shit. Oh, what the fuck going on? So I just mean it don't matter in the sense that like, a boy wanting to go see Kells, like you know what I'm saying. Kells want a boy. That shit don't matter, boy or girl. That nigga nasty. And well, I yeah, just, that's the only thing that's. that's the I only just thing. wish I would stop hearing about the nigga, man. That's what I want. I want to just not know shit about R. Kelly no more. Like niggas be stepping in the name of love, and then the next thing you know, the nigga be on TV again. Or he be in the news again for like, oh, R. Kelly sexually X Y Z. My nigga, go somewhere where like I don't ever have to. I'm trying to find a word. That's why I'm sitting here with my hands crossed, folded. You know, <laughs> my pondering pose. I'm like, like yeah. I... So whatever, my nigga. Whatever, my nigga. I don't know what he got going on, man. He need to chill out. Calm your hormones and shit. That nigga Papa John. <laughs> Loose, <laughs> sweet ass sauce. Piece of nasty to me, but some people like it. You out here just using the word, huh? Yeah, your piece ain't that good, bro. That's all I'm saying. I only ate. I, I did. There was a phase I went through where I ate Papa John's. Yeah. The reason I ate Papa John's was because. Where I was, they were the only pizza place that put chicken on pizza. I'm straight. So I, I, I never liked Papa John's for anyway. But if there was in any situation, Hungry Howie's, 10 times better than Papa John's. Papa John's. Shout out to Statesboro. Yeah. Papa John's. So now my man's, he, <laughs> hey, my nigga, what type of pizza you want? Sausage or pepperoni? Come on, bro. You just going to wild out with it. I feel you. I'm off all that shit, man. We off you. Fuck yeah. Pizza. 
Fuck that pizza. We, I mean, we been off you. Oh, yeah. Because you was. said that loose shit last season about the protest. The players kneeling in the NFL. Fuck is this guy? Whose mans is this? <laughs> Whose mans is this? Hey, get that piece up out of here, bro. So we been off you, my nigga. Now you just got off yourself. Papa John. Fuck out of here, my nigga. First of all, sound like you... Pizza, nah. Hot dogs, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah, nah, my nigga. We off all that. We off all that. Uh... Shit, shout out to my nigga Offset <laughs> and Cardi B. Hey, I got the little Rolling Stone magazine and everything with them on it. Boy, that book better had it been raw. They playing with me. Shout out to Culture, Culture Cephas. <laughs> <laughs> no comment. Culture Cephas, shit, whatever. She she caked up. Yeah. She caked up. She blessed. She fortunate. She fortunate. So uh, shout out to Culture Cephas. Shout out to Cardi and Offset uh, and they, you know, beautiful family that they just kicked off. I'm happy for them niggas and I'm excited to see what Culture, Blue Ivy, and motherfucking uh, Rumi and Sir, and uh, there's one more baby that's in there with them, uh, what they going to create and kick off together. Boy, Sebastian going to be the leader. Bash, right? All these little niggas gonna be friends and they gonna grow up and be loose like they parents. <laughs> Yo, that's gonna be Cause when wild. they get cause think about it, when they get to be like teenagers, they gonna be hanging out with Jaden and Chance yeah. and Willow. Right. That's who they gonna be hanging out with, trying to look up to and schmooze with, you know that's what I'm saying? Funny. So <laughs> they gonna be straight. Scissor and shit. Exactly. Like you Kendrick gonna be he gonna, you see what I'm saying? Like, these are the people they gonna Popeye be hanging Kenny out with. Popeye Kenny But he not really gonna be Popeye Kenny, though. Nah. But these are the people that they gonna be looking up to and hanging out with, so. Hell yeah. Uh, I'm excited for him. And I'm I'm excited for him. Angie gonna be with all these niggas. Just, they all you gonna be loose. Saying? They gonna be loose. So, uh, shout out to them. <laughs> What's your favorite Cardi mean? Fuck. Um... <sighs> Oh, I think it was, it was one of them that was like, you got to use the plastic cup because you got to you drink out of plastic cup because your mouth always on wee-wees or yeah. something like that. And I like the one, I like the one with uh, she, it was mama. like, let me play the game. Oh, Tim. <laughs> she said you got to take turns. No, nah, the one that she, fucked me up was... Uh, no, I turn him was funny too. <laughs> I'm uh get out of my room. I'm not in your room. <laughs> She's standing in the doorway. <laughs> uh or the and the, the hot chips were like, them not even hot to me. I ain't come on, bruh. Y'all playing game. Hey, that is a funny ass picture. That's I'm hilarious. sorry Man, because yeah, it got the, the facial expression on the pictures. Yeah. What do it? Like, and Cardi posted some of them. She posted one of them on her page, like uh, the one that was like uh, they. She said, "Your daddy not in college. He in jail." <laughs> that shit funny. So yeah, man. Uh, that shit funny. Shout out to them. They got one with Bron Bron. They say you gonna need some help. She Ooh, got a jersey she on. She do got the she got, got a Kobe, Kobe jersey, jersey on. 
LeBron, my mama said you gonna need some help. What? That shit funny as fuck, man. Niggas don't be that shit wild. Hell yeah. Standing in the street telling us you better not hit us. <laughs> That's crazy. Hell no. That's crazy. Yeah, man. Oh, that Cardi shit. shit. Wild. Dude, I definitely want to save a screenshot every last one on my seat, bro. That shit wild, bro. Oh, man. All right. Ain't no funny memes came out in a while. Wait, hold on. Look, this another one. My mama said you're not a real artist. She said all you do is trace. <laughs> what? <laughs> all right. Wow. Another thing. Memes come out. Memes exist for certain things like memes. Damn near, I would call they're like seasonal. Yeah, that we do have seasonal memes, cause they that shit just motherfuckers take that shit and turn it into something completely. Some memes stick around for a while. <laughs> <laughs> like those are funny. Like it's, some of them shits is iconic. Like if you born. Like, if you was born after 2000, if you was, or shit, at this point, if you was born, like, after 05, Michael Jordan, like, you motherfuckers say, he a meme to you. Him, that's crazy. Like, LeBron really the is the face. greatest, exactly, like, he a meme, LeBron really is the greatest player of all time. Like, look at Hove. They got Hove in the, on the granny scooter in line <laughs> with the helmet and on, it, and my man's up. <laughs> and it's crazy, because I feel like when you become a meme, a real meme, like, you ain't a joke, but exactly. Don't fucking don't take you for real all the time. Maybe it depends on what the meme is about. It depends on what the meme is about. Like, which one is the which one? Whatever meme they made, if you gets the most, re, you know, yeah, attention. Like, yeah, the Jordan crying face is. <laughs> That shit is iconic, man. It's iconic to the point where people laugh, like, oh, man, that's fan with the, you know, crying face. Like, oh, man, they got you, bro. That's all. Some memes stick around for a while. That's funny. I like memes, most of them at least. Memes are undefeated, man. Yeah, memes are wild. Um, Shit, what else? Memes are wild. Mm. Motherfucking. Shout out to Medicase again, bro. I just want to say that one more Shout time. out to Medicase again, man. I'm, it's forever shout out to Medicase. <laughs> shout out to Medicase till it ain't no more. It's always going to be more. Always going to be more. Fuck you talking always. about. Always. Infinite. Oh, you know what? I know what I'm going to go with today. I know what I'm going to go with today. Oh, uh, shit. Mm. Oh, shit. Maybe I don't know. Oh, no, here it is right here. Yeah, I know what I'm going with today. Uh, so, uh, the Wimbledon finals was this weekend. Serena was in it. Oh, yeah, I heard you say something about that when I was in the um, bathroom today. It fucked me up because she lost. Yeah. She lost. I'm like, damn. When you said that, I'm like, damn. She lost. I wanted to search that shit. So, uh, 
If you don't know, new rule, old fucking rule, forever rule. Serena is my favorite athlete all time. Serena Williams is, she the dopest. Dopest, dopest, ever smoked. Dopest. So, um, I was really excited for her to be in Wimbledon uh, with an opportunity to bring the title home again. Um, She had a baby, like, maybe maybe a year ago. Probably like a half ago. Like 12, 18 months ago, Uh, something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because I remember the magazine had on the front cover. Exactly. So uh, for her to be in the Wimbledon final, um, that shit is dope. So I was really hoping she was going to pull that shit out. Uh, But she didn't. Uh, And the chick that she lost to, she played her ass off. She had to. She She played her ass off. She had to go to Super Saiyan 2. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? She played her ass off. So uh, I I take this like uh, when Michael came back and uh, he turned the ball, he fumbled the ball and turned it over against Orlando when he came back in water 45. And then they, they was walking off the court after they lost to Orlando uh, in, like, game two. And that nigga in the interview was like, I don't know who that guy with that 45 jersey on was, but it wasn't Michael Jordan. And then they wound up winning. And then the next year, Mike came back as 23 again. He bust their body ass for three more times. So I feel like this was Serena's, like, I almost said that Jay-Z line, boy. She getting her feet Damn. up under her. You know what I'm saying? Like, she still, because she had a baby, so now she feel yeah. different. She move a little different now, so you get looking at the game a little different. So, uh, I feel like she um, she building momentum to, I think she going to regain her number one status yeah. uh, one more time. You know, I think she going to regain her number one status again. Bro, even, uh, the, even the best, even the best lose sometimes, man. Of course, and that's my that's why my quote today is it's from Serena Williams, uh, and it is uh, the quote is it's what makes me great. Everyone always plays me at their greatest, so I have to be greater. Yeah. <clears throat> um. When you look up and you see Serena Williams across the court from you, you know what you get. Yeah, you finna get all that smoke. You know what you're getting. Like, it don't matter whether you want smoke or not, it's coming. That's why I told you. Shorty had to go to Super Saiyan 2. So, you know what I'm saying? Anytime you are in a position to see that standing across from you and to rise above it like the young lady did in the Wimbledon final to win, uh, congratulations to her. I do not know her name. Uh, She's white. That doesn't matter, but she's white. Uh, so it's not Serena. That's all I really care about. Yeah. Um, but congratulations to her though for working oh, yeah. her ass off oh, yeah. to achieve, you know, a Wimbledon championship, and you did it against the greatest tennis player of all time. Yeah. So, that was let them big nuts hang. So it's impressive. Exactly. So, um, it's like with that being said though. That's like when Goku the, got whooped. Oh, by yeah. Journey. Goku got whooped by Jern. He had the blue hair. He wasn't no competition. What is going on? 
I was hurt. I'm like, hold on. <laughs> What's happening right now? Yeah, he took it up a notch. So yeah. this is, the, and that's my, and that is exactly what I'm getting to. Uh, with all of that being said, uh, I am extremely excited to watch Serena take this someplace else. She gonna take this and use it as motivation and momentum to be even greater than she is now because there was also a quote she had about playing for all of the moms today. Oh, because I think LeBron, like when LeBron won that championship for Cleveland, that meant something different. Even though he had won the other two before. Of course that. it did. You know what I'm saying? Uh, when uh, like with Serena, when she won her first Wimbledon championship as a black woman, that meant something a little different. Of course. Uh, milestones and shit. Milestones. You know what I'm saying? When her and Venus won the Wimbledon's double title as black women, that was a little different. It felt a little different to them. Yeah. So I imagine that the way that you push yourself uh, the way that you motivate yourself, rather, in this situation is now you're looking at this like, because I know now I look at it completely different to watch Serena because most of, I don't want to say most of, I don't want to do that. A lot of the women athletes, uh, I feel like there is a certain stigma that like, if you're an athlete, you're not able to be a mom because like, or now I don't even think it's just with athletes, I think it's with women in general. Like, you got to choose between your career or being a mother. Nah, man. I mean, you could work them out. Like Cardi said, she want to still rap and be, you know. You want to tour and do everything. Right. I think just we believe that. I'm saying I don't know if, like, I think, like, the stigma is that the world as a whole don't believe that. Nah, man. That, like, uh, women aren't capable. And I, I believe women would probably tell you. Because, I mean, it, it is true that, like, men get paid more than women in situations. Like I can it, see that. Yeah, like it is like discrimination yeah. among shit like that. So that ain't what I'm saying. I'm saying that like we ain't we don't believe in that shit. And like so to see Man, uh, have your sit. If you really want to do it, have a, you know every everybody's situation is different. Right. If you can make that shit work for your situation, and you gonna do it for real. Yeah. Make that shit work for your. You gonna make that shit work for your situation now. If you got one of them situations where you kind of don't know if you need to this or this, sometimes you really do have to make them decisions in life. Yeah. But that don't mean you got to be, you know, like down and out. I ain't going to call it down and out, but that don't mean you have to stick with this. Is This doesn't have to be the it. Mm-hmm. This doesn't have to be it. This is not the end of that. No. But if you can make it work out for your situation, make it work out. That's how I feel. And a lot of women I know usually make it work out. Facts. You can do both. And that, but that's the, and that's the thing though. You put these women, you put women in situations, and you tell them that they can't do something, and then they always do, and then you just be standing there like, well, yeah. I knew you could do it all along anyway. Yeah. But uh, shout out to Serena, and uh. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I, I think that her winning as a mom will probably mean something even 
more unique to her because she probably had to deal with that for a lifetime of people telling her like you not you can't have kids right now because you got to focus on tennis and you can't be a mom cuz you got to be you got to play tennis and you got to you can't practice to be the greatest tennis player of all time and practice to be the greatest mom of all time. It's going to be a different feeling, like you said. Exactly. So to prove everybody wrong. It's at a different moment in your life now. And tell everybody to kiss your ass and, you know what I'm saying, tuck your dick for all intents and purposes. Uh, That's what... That's what it is. Like that's that's the that's the one. Yeah, that's the one. So I think uh, I think it was probably a lot of like Jet this is you know what I'm saying. Like this is Wimbledon. This is my first time. I'm a mom. I'm in the finals. Maybe some overthinking. You know what I'm saying going on. Uh, you get a little too unbalanced and lean a little too much one way or another. Yeah. Uh, so to just be able to go back and review this and replay it in your head. And then go out there and practice and get better from it. Um, I think the next tournament and then uh, the one at the end of the year, I don't remember which one is next. If it, I don't remember, it's the French. Maybe. I don't know. I just said that. Uh, but, like, when Wimbledon rolls around next summer, though, and particularly in the very next tournament that she plays in, and then next year when Wimbledon rolls around because it's, like, the biggest one of all, mm-hmm. um, I think she'll be ready. Uh so I'm fucking with all of it. Um, so, yeah, shout out to Serena for uh, fucking shit up and uh, always being a better version of her greatness. Where is Venus? Uh, I don't think I don't think Venus played. You don't think she played tennis no more? No, I don't think she played in Wimbledon this year. She played in the she played last uh-huh. year. She made it to like the semifinals. In a couple, uh, she made it to the semis. I think her and Serena, because they still play doubles together. Oh, okay. So uh, she still plays. She is sick, though. She has, like, a, a chronic illness that she's been fighting for, like, the last probably 10 or 15 years, I think. So Yo, somebody got Chronos disease. I'm not saying it's random, but you're sick. Um, I saw it somewhere. What actor was that? I feel like it was Michael B. Jordan. Hmm. I just saw this like last night. Yeah. Yeah. No, not Michael B. Jordan. Um, dude, everybody hates Chris. His name is Michael. No, I was just saying some shit. I know who you're talking about. Though. It wasn't Michael B. Jordan. No. Little homie, he was in The Walking Dead also. Yes. Yeah. No, I know who you're talking about. So yeah, no, nah, I um fuck was we just talking about? V- Venus and Serena. Oh no, I was I was about to say I don't know which illness that it is. I do know that she I don't remember which one it is. I do know that she has one and that uh that was what slowed what curtailed the way her tennis path went. Okay. Because remember, she was winning shits before Serena was. Yeah. She was taking off before Serena was, and then she got sick, and then she kind of 
she took a different path than the one everybody else thought she was gonna take. Right. After that. So, um, sometimes she doesn't play in tournaments because shit is from everything I've read and learned about her, uh I've always it's always seemed to me that like the only tournament she doesn't play when she's, you know, playing is the ones where like her body just won't we ain't really feeling it right now. Okay. Yeah. So um <clears throat> So shout out to Venus and shout out to Serena, uh, and uh, yeah. Shout outs. And we off this. We are <laughs> off this. Yeah, we off this shit. We all it's time, time to go um, enjoy this nice pizza. Oh my nigga, you what? Oh yeah. Yeah. Peace out. Peace out.